0: Hi, I'm Keith Moore, and we welcome you to Faith School. Faith School's the place where my spirit gets fed, where my faith grows stronger, and where I learn how to be an overcomer. Uh, There's much to learn after you're born again. You don't just automatically think right about everything, and you're not born fully developed, The scripture says, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. And so there is a need uh, for things like this where that we are, we open ourselves up and we receive a feeding of uh, things that nourish us up in the words of faith. Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Uh, It shouldn't be surprising to us that if everything we see and know anything about the earth, all creation, is word made, it was created with words, then it shouldn't be a shocker that everything created can be affected by words, changed by words, healed by words, restored by words. There are words that pierce and hurt and destroy. And there are words that heal and help and strengthen and edify, hallelujah, build up. That's the kind of words we're believing for today. And men and women can't produce these words. They can only be vessels for these words to come through. Anointed, life-giving words come from God. Father, all of us agree together as touching this, asking you for this day our daily bread, asking you for manna from heaven, your words that are spirit and life, that quicken and heal, we're asking for them, and we know it's your will to give them to us, and we thank you for it in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Say it out loud, I am I am. a receiver, a receiver. And, a and a doer of the word of God. The word of God. Hallelujah. When he, when he speaks to you, you don't reject it or ignore it. We receive it. And it works mightily in us. In Hebrews, the third chapter, if you go to our text again, please. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 7. He said, uh, Wherefore, as the Holy Spirit says, today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts as in the provocation in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, saw my works forty years, wherefore I was grieved with that generation and said, they do always err in their heart and they have not known my ways. So I swore in my wrath, They shall not enter into my rest. Even though they were around his miracles, they never learned his ways. And they they were not convinced of who he is and his intentions toward them. This is still the case today. People all over the planet are struggling even believing in the existence of God. And then beyond that, if they believe God exists, what kind of God is he? Who is he? What does he want? What does he do? Well, according to the scriptures, thank God for the scriptures. You don't have to just guess the rest of your life. (laughs) There are answers in here to these questions. And the Lord wanted his people, and still does, to know him To know his ways. His ways are right. His ways are just and fair. His ways are good. His ways are wise. His ways are life. His ways are love and joy and peace. His ways are power. His ways are victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. These are his ways. Yes. It's who he is. It's what he is. It's how he does things. And uh, his way is faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please him. So this is pretty big in the ways of God. In other words, you've got to do it the faith way. Or it's unacceptable to him. And that includes everything we do. That's why the scripture said, so the just shall live by their faith. The just shall walk by faith instead of walking by sight. That means not just, you know, going to church on Sunday and for a few minutes trying to exercise faith. This is everything we do. This is the way we live. And that means you got to talk in faith. you got to pray in faith. You've you got to give in faith. you got to work in faith. Interact with people in faith. What is that? That's God's ways. Why am I talking about that? Well, because those folks that he brought out of Egyptian bondage, they never learned that. They never, they never got a hold of that. And it's not because it was so hard. And it's not because it was so complicated. It's just, they refused to do it that way. They wanted to gripe. They wanted to be negative. They wanted to accuse and blame. And, and they wanted to be mad and upset. And they wanted to cry and be depressed and feel sorry for themselves. And, and God is basically saying, that's not how I do things. Mm -mm, that's not my ways. And he kept endeavoring to tell them through Moses and through others uh, this is what you do and this is what you don't do. And I mean if you read Exodus and Leviticus, I mean there's page after page after page of things that are right and things that are true and things that are honest and just and good. Like Philippians says, pure and lovely, good report and virtuous. That's what he said. Think on these things. Why? That's God's ways. And you want to be thinking about him morning, noon and night. About how he does things. Why? Because you're about to have to do something. How do I do it? What's the best way to do it? God's way. (laughs) Right? (laughs) What's going to get the best outcome? God's way, Amen. right? Yeah. It's different between success and, and failure, life and death, light and darkness. So uh, he said uh, the Lord was uh, grieved with that generation, that whole generation. We know there were some two million people that he's referring to with this, and um, out of that adult generation from twenty years old and older. Not a one, not a man, not a woman. Out of those, I mean, if you you take away the children, the young guys, how many people would that be? Over a million. None of them chose to trust God, chose to adopt His ways, except two guys. (laughs) Is that right? Joshua? And Caleb. Now, one thing that's so significant about this is that proves they were not helpless to doubt. Because if you couldn't help but doubt under the circumstances, there wouldn't have been any exceptions. But see, what Caleb and Joshua did proved everybody else. Could have been doing the same thing, should have been doing the same thing. And you got to remember, this thing starts off in, uh, what is it, Numbers 13, when they selected one individual from each tribe to send them into the promised land, to scout out the land, spy out the land, in preparation for their advance, to go get it. And they selected individuals that were leaders from each tribe of the 12 tribes of Israel, Joshua was a leader from his tribe, and uh, Caleb was actually a leader from the tribe of Judah. And so they saw exactly the same thing that the other 10 guys saw, when they, right? When they were spying out the land, they went there together. They're standing on the same, uh, you know, patch of grass. They're seeing the same cities. They're seeing the same people. They're hearing the same things, smelling the same things, toting the same produce. And yet ten of them says, "No way, no way, no way, no way. No how, This is never going to happen. You go try to do this, you will die, You will die. You will die, your wife will die, your kids will die, your dog will die nobody's making it out of this alive. We're all going to die out here. Now I want you to notice the focus on death. You know why that is? It's the same today. Uh, The enemy, he works in death and destruction. But he knows he can't just do it against you without you. Apart from you. So he's always trying to get death in your mouth. Something he can bring to pass. Something he can work on. Because where people believe it or not. The devil believes it. That if you believe something in your heart. And you say something with your mouth. Either wrong spirits or right spirits. Have a right to act on it. And cause things to, to come to pass in this natural material realm. And so, you'll see it today. People say, I, I wish I was dead. No, you don't. You're lying about that. I mean, more than once when they said, wish we had just all died in Egypt. No, you don't, because you're scared about dying here. <laughs> if you really wanted to die, then you'd be going, yay, it's happening now. <laughs> and yet, it is not innocent and harmless, talking death, talking destruction. And it is so common in this ungodly world, people won't even notice it when you talk death. You know, scared me to death. I I was so embarrassed I could die. Die, death, failure, destruction. It's just a, a normal part of most people's mouth and talking and thinking, it's when you start talking life that people look at you strange. Is that right? I mean, you can use foul language and you can cuss stuff and curse it and curse it and curse it and people don't even notice it. I mean, you know, it's it's astounding how common this is. But if you go, I bless it, everybody goes, what? You do you can cuss it, but bless it. <laughs> when you start talking about quickening, and, and I speak life, and I speak healing, oh, man, people look at you like you, you, know, you lost your mind. No, but you, you found it. You found the mind of Christ, Amen. and you're starting to do what human beings were created to do all along, which is speak life, speak faith speak peace. You know, the Lord said when He sent out His uh, disciples, and He said, when you come into a place, you say, peace be to this place. And He said, if a, a son of peace or somebody that will receive peace is there, your peace will come and rest on him. Isn't that something? If not, He said, it'll come back to you. So this is a lot more than saying, howdy. Yeah. Right? This is, this is something spiritual is happening here. The, the scripture said in Ephesians, Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace to the hearers. We, we need to stop just talking to express ourselves. We need to stop just talking to communicate And begin speaking for results. Speaking to release life. Speaking to release peace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you start on yourself. (laughs) Start on yourself at house. At your house, in your home, you know. Don't say, oh, I got a bum knee, oh, a bad knee, a bum, if you say so. You could say something else. You could say, knee, you're my knee, I got every right to speak over you. God's words created the materials of the earth that knees are made out of. Is that right? I mean, your knee is created out of spoken word particles. She got every reason to think it would respond to a similar thing. Like kind faith filled words. And so you can say knee be healed. Cartilage be restored. Nerves be healed. Bone be strong. Hallelujah. Now see you start talking like that even church going, people go, oh, they've got off. They've got off. they got off. You know, they've been watching that faith school. <laughs> that Keith Moore. That name it and claim it and blab it and grab it. But you need to watch what you're making fun of. Because this is what Jesus told us to do, this is what the Bible tells you to do. It's sad that the church has gotten so far from it in many cases that it sounds strange to them. But this is the way it has always supposed to be. God, who is a spirit, spoke the worlds into existence. You know, I, I hope we, we, later on the Lord can show us what happened. Yes. Maybe we can watch a replay yes. of when he said, light, be. <laughs> and then see what happens. Oh. Ho, ho, ho. Woo. And even though you and I are not creating planets or stars or galaxies at this point, we have a measure of that same amazing faith. And we got the same spirit of faith in us that the man of God stood during the battle and said, Son, stand still. And it did for a whole day. People say, that's impossible, that's impossible. You don't know. If you can create stars and planets and order their orbits, I reckon you could pause it. I reckon you, it's impossible, it's impossible, it defies the laws of physics. Who made physics? <laughs> Who created physics? Where'd they come from? <laughs> I don't know how he did it, but he did it. And you don't have to understand everything, how a miracle could transpire, but you can use your words for effect instead of just talking about how you feel all the time are just trying to communicate to people what you think there's more to it mm-hmm. said out loud i'm a speaking spirit i'm a speaking spirit of god, of god. and your faith filled words can change your situation the bible said you know abraham acting like god romans 4 called those things that be not as though they were now that's not denying something that is didn't say he called something that is as though it's not. Somebody said, well, it's the same thing. No, it's not the same thing. He's calling something that's not there into being. He's calling it. And in the spirit, just like people would call their pet, call their dog, come here, come here, spot, spot, come. And spot comes a running. You can call things into, out of one dimension, out of one realm into the other out of spirit into physical. You don't have to understand that for it to work for you. Some people need to do this right now. Lay your hands on your body. Just say it out loud. I have, I have the, faith the faith of God in me, in me. The, spirit of God the Spirit of God in me, in me. The, name of Jesus in the name of Jesus given to me, given to me. And I, and I speak to my body. 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 Be, free be free. From toxins. From toxins. Inflammations, Inflammations. Infections. infections. Disease. disease. Leave, me. Leave me. Leave my body. Leave my body. Stop, functioning. Stop functioning. Every evil thing. Every evil thing. Die. Die. dry up, up. be eliminated, be be removed from me, in Jesus' name. name. Hallelujah. 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 Now let's continue, just keep with this. Anything that's damaged by any of that can be restored by God's healing power. So say this out loud. Organs, organs, glands, glands, bones, bones, nerves, nerves, tissue, tissue. Be healed, be cleansed, be revived, be Be renewed, be Be restored, be Be made whole, whole. sound, Sound. strong Strong. in Jesus' name. name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord. If you released faith when you said that, if you're expecting results from that, it happens. It's not magic. It's not mind over matter. It's faith-filled words over the matter. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And it's how Jesus functioned and operated. You'll notice many times Jesus in ministering to people. And he walked as a man anointed by the Spirit. He would say, be loosed. That's reminiscent, isn't it? Be little word, but a big word, light be, be loosed, be healed, be set free, and they were. That's when miracles happened. And if you say, well, yeah, I'm not Jesus. Yeah, but he's showing you how to do it. He, he, he taught us by example and by precept. And he said in John, he said, if you believe on me, the works I do, you'll do also. And greater works than these shall you do. And he went on to say, if you'll require anything in my name, I'll do it. Yes. Ooh. Do we believe that? Yes. Then are we requiring anything? Are we saying anything in his name? That's why we just did what we did. Don't let that be the last time you do it. And this works in every area of life. Call your bills paid. Amen. Call your needs met. Amen. Amen. I don't know how they could be. You don't have to know how. That's what faith is all about. Faith is when you don't see. You don't see it yet. You don't know how, but you know it's his will because you've learned his ways. Read this again, Hebrews, the third chapter. We're made partakers of Christ, 3.14, if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the end. So we don't try this for a few minutes, or a few hours, or a few days. We're committed to live this way the rest of our life. And you keep saying the same thing, because truth doesn't change. While it's said today, if you'll hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation. For some, when they had heard, did provoke, howbeit not all that came out of Egypt by Moses. But with whom was he grieved forty years? Was it not with them that had sinned, whose carcasses fell in the wilderness? And to whom swore he that they should not enter into his rest, but to them that believed not? Caleb and Joshua did believe, and so they went in. So we see they could not enter in because of unbelief. Unbelief held them out. It wasn't the giants. It wasn't the walled cities that kept them out. It was unbelief. And what many have not understood, it's not the cancer keeping you from being healed. It's not the lack of money or losing your job keeping you from getting your bills paid. Now see, you can fixate on that, can't you? Right? Just like they fixated on the giants. And they're saying, well, I We can't have it because of that. Well, I can't enjoy life. I can't be happy because I got this diagnosis, because I got these symptoms in my body. That's not what's keeping you from finishing your life. It's the fear. It's the unbelief. Because with God, all things are possible. With God, nothing's too hard. Is it true or not? He's healed many. He'll manifest healing in you. He's delivered many. It's not, people think, well, it's the drugs. It's the heroin. It's the it's the cocaine. It's the marijuana. It's the alcohol. It's the this. No. It's the unbelief. It's the fear. It's the doubt. Overcome that. And anything becomes possible. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Overcome the fear. Overcome the doubt, overcome the the hardness of heart and the bitter unbelief, the negative, being a negative soul, overcome that. A whole new world opens up where all things are possible. It's possible to be completely healed and live out your days. It's possible to get all your bills paid, get all your debts paid off, and get ahead. And instead of being in need, being one God uses to meet needs. Amen. It's possible. It's possible. Instead of living in a what you call a living hell at home, it becoming a taste of heaven on earth. Amen. It's possible. Yes. I said it's possible. It's possible. Yes. Not to doubters though. It's not possible to doubters. It's not possible to those that harden their heart and say there's no way. It's only possible to believers. Like Joshua, and Caleb, and you, and me. Somebody say, I'm a believer. I'm a a believer. I'm not a doubter. I have faith. My faith works. Thanks be unto God, who always causes me to triumph, who always gives me the victory. Through my, Lord Jesus Christ. through my Lord Jesus Christ. Can you sense the word building you up, giving you a quickening and a boost so you quit being hopeless and you become victorious? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that all happens before you see any change out here because the change happens first in here. Our time's up again today. Let's say it like we do sometimes. I live by faith. I walk by faith, I overcome the world by faith, I'm strong in faith, giving glory to God. You know, if you don't quit saying these things and believing these things, they're flat gonna come to pass in your life. (laughs) That's what we're gonna keep doing. Come back again, we'll see you soon, here in Faith School.